much for tuning in to Unveil This Sale. I appreciate it so much. I'm really excited to chat with you guys today because this is a topic that we really don't, people don't talk about much. I mean, when you're doing training, when you first become a stylist, or even if you're the owner of the store, the manager, a lot of people don't specifically break this down and chat about it. So I want to talk about emotional intelligence. So we've talked a lot about connecting with your client, but let's dive a little bit deeper this week into what that actually means. So it takes a lot more than just being knowledgeable and assertive to be successful in sales. In order to effectively connect with your bride, you need to be able to master your emotional intelligence, or as some people call it EQ. You've probably heard people talk about EQ just in passing saying, oh, she's got great EQ or she needs a little bit of work with her EQ. They're talking about emotional intelligence. So what emotional intelligence is, is the ability to understand and manage the emotions of others as well as your own. That is why it's so important for us to be aware of our own emotional intelligence. And once we're aware of our own, we can then manage others. And that will help round out the sales experience that'll help us be intuitive to our bride's needs and just really allow us to give her the very full experience that she's needing and wanting as a whole. She might not know exactly what is making this, this appointment so special, but it would be the fact that you're in tune with your emotional intelligence. So there's five different categories of emotional intelligence that you need to master. And you need to be able to put them to good use to increase your closing ratio and just to connect with your brides on a whole other level. So the five different categories are number one, self-awareness. Number two, self-regulation. Number three, motivation. Number four, empathy. And number five, social skills. So let's dive in a little bit deeper about each of those five categories so you can be aware as you're doing them or to be in tune with what these all mean and turn that around to closing your sales, a higher closing ratio. So number one, let's start with self-awareness. So being self-aware is having the ability to recognize your emotions as they happen. So this requires being able to know and trust your true feelings. And then once you know your emotions, you can then manage them as needed. So self-awareness is all about yourself. How are you feeling inside and how are you projecting that out to the rest of the world? And when we're in sales, it's so important to be self-aware for many different reasons. If you're having a bad day personally, we don't want our clients to know that. We don't want them to feel that in their appointments. I mean, you can even be frustrated with your bride. We need to be self-aware enough not to let them know that we're frustrated, not to let them know that you're scared or nervous or upset. And all of those things include being self-aware. And that is like probably the number one thing as a salesperson you have got to do. So practice tuning into your feelings. Ask yourself, if you find yourself frustrated during an appointment or frustrated just at work, even before you meet your bride, 
tune into yourself, ask yourself, okay, how am I feeling? Am I projecting that outwardly or is this just inward? And there are time, there's a time and a place to let your emotions show, but it's not going to be at work. If you're having a bad day, we cannot let that spill over into our appointment with our brides because our appointment with our brides needs to be amazing for them. Even if we don't feel amazing ourselves. So number one, self-awareness, that's huge. Number two, self-regulation. So once you're aware of your emotions, you must be able to regulate them. As we all know, it's not easy to turn our emotions around in the drop of a hat, right? So if you're upset, if you have a really bad situation going on at home, or if you went to a fight with a coworker, it's so hard to turn those emotions off when we step foot into the salon or once we step, you know, we get our bride and we start our appointment. So we need to invest some time into learning a few good techniques that will allow us to properly regulate our emotions. So we need to be able to turn things around and get our head back in the game when need be, because things happen. Like we're human we have emotions. We're not always perfect and happy. And I'm not saying that you have to act like that all the time, but our brides that walk into the store and they are so excited and so happy, they deserve the best of you. They deserve for you to kind of mirror their excitement, right? So again, there's a time and a place to air your grievances, especially if it's with a coworker or something that's going on at home that you really just need to talk about. But as far as your appointment goes, that is not the place to do that. So we need to learn techniques to regulate ourselves. That could be, you know, stepping back for maybe five minutes, just stepping out of the room. Cause this could be, you feel yourself getting frustrated with your bride. A lot of times that happens. <laughs> like you work so, so, so hard and then nothing's turning out. And it's just a heart. Sometimes we have heart appointments. So a form of self-regulation, you could step outside of the room, like take a deep breath, like just kind of relax your mind, give yourself a little pep talk and walk back in. I know a lot of people, you know, you can do it quickly. You can literally step outside of the room, count to 20, take a deep breath, inhale, exhale a big cleansing breath and go back in. So we just need, you've got to know yourself and what you need to do, what it's going to take you to get back to the point where you need to be to mirror that excitement and to be who your bride needs you to be for this appointment. So we definitely want to be able to regulate our emotions. So work on that, on finding something that will help you. And that way, when it happens, you know exactly what to do to, to regulate yourself. Number three is motivation. So you are your number one cheerleader. And I know we hear that a lot too. And that is so the truth. I mean, there's nobody that loves you, should love you and care about you enough or, you know, should be able to pep you up like you can do yourself. I mean, hopefully you all love yourselves. Hopefully you know how amazing you are. So you got to be your cheerleader. You got to let yourself know like, hey, I'm, I'm good at this job. I'm going to go in there and I am going to sell this bride. I'm going to give her the best experience of her life. I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to cheer myself on. So don't forget that when you're feeling down, make a conscious effort to change your mindset to a positive outlook. You can do that by reflecting on previous positive times. 
So let's say you come in and, and you have had a rough night for whatever reason. You're not in a good mood. You don't want to see a bride. Your appointment is already going bad. You need to like step outside of the room. Obviously be a self-aware. Okay, I'm not my best today and I don't want to project that. Self-regulate, step outside of the room and take a deep breath and then motivate yourself. Know that you are awesome. Reflect and be like, okay, I had the best appointment with my bride yesterday or I'm number one in sales out of the whole bridal boutique this month. I'm rocking it. I'm great. I can do this. Step aside and motivate yourself. Bring yourself back to that positive mindset. Be able to go back there to overcome the struggles that you're having at the moment. So that's going to be imperative for success is being able to get motivated and to stay motivated even when you're struggling. So that is something that we all need to work on. And we can also motivate our fellow coworkers, our fellow friends. If you notice a coworker is down, motivate them. Say, hey, I know you're down. I know this appointment's really, you're really struggling with this appointment, but you're awesome. You can do this. So you are your biggest cheerleader, but you can also be a cheerleader for your coworker, for your family, for your friends, for your loved ones. Definitely make sure you're trying to always bring these hard times or these lazy times back to being motivated. Number four is empathy. So empathy is your ability to recognize how people are feeling. This is huge in sales. This is huge, a very pivotal tool to have as far as your emotional intelligence goes. So the more in tune you are with your bride's emotions, the better you can adjust to their emotional needs. Now with a wedding gown being the most emotional purchase they will ever make in their life, probably aside from like buying a house or having a kid. I was gonna say having a kid, but you don't exactly purchase a kid, but you're definitely, you're definitely emotional about it. Some of those purchases are emotional, but it's a skill that you're going to need throughout your whole entire life. It's a skill that's imperative to master in sales. And once you master this, your sales ratio will go up. I guarantee it. Because if you are able to recognize how your bride is feeling and adjust to her emotional needs, you're going to be able to give her exactly what she needs during that appointment in order for her to say yes to the dress. This requires us getting our own emotions in check, self-regulation, right? And self-awareness. And it requires us to empathize with the bride. So we might have a bride who has a difficult mother-in-law who's at the appointment just making her feel bad all the time. At this point, we need to empathize with the bride. We need to recognize that the mother-in-law is making this difficult and is taking some of the joy away from the bride. We also need to be able to motivate our bride, right? We want to make our bride happy. We want to empathize with her. So we can back in the room and you're away from the mother-in-law and you don't even have to mention that the mother-in-law is being awful unless she brings it up. You could say, I have noticed that. I'm so sorry. 
this is your special day. Don't let anybody get you down. You look gorgeous. You're marrying the love of your life. Just remember that. So whenever someone is being difficult during the appointment, I like to ground my brides. I want to remind them the point of this wedding, the point of all this stress and all this money you're spending and all these things that you're doing is that you can marry the love of your life, right? Once you ground her in that fact, she's like, yeah, you're right. It kind of just puts a different perspective on it for your bride. But you need to be able to empathize with your bride to even ground her. Because if you don't empathize, if you're not aware of what's going on, you're not going to be able to even empathize with her and ground her. And if you're not able to do that, she's going to feel bad about herself. She's going to be in a horrible mood and mindset. And that is not the type of bride who's going to say yes to the dress. So empathy is a huge, huge factor in your emotional intelligence and being able to adjust your emotions and your bride's emotions to the needs, to their needs and being able to direct that and closing the sale. So please practice that. Just put yourself in your bride's shoes. That's all empathy is. Putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Think of how you would feel if that was happening to you and think about what you would want someone to say or do to make you feel better. That's literally it. You can practice this in your personal life in every, every, in every aspect of life. So please just try to practice that to where it, it's second nature for you to be able to be aware of what's going on and kind of regulate that situation. So the last one, number five, is social skills. I think it's safe to say that you have some level of social skills or you wouldn't be in sales. <laughs> However, you must always be observing yourself and others in the pursuit of sharpening those skills. Possessing and displaying acceptable interpersonal skills will make or break a sale. So make sure you're always dialed in. So let's break that down again. Possessing and displaying acceptable interpersonal skills, right? So we have to possess them. We have to know ourselves what is acceptable in this situation and what isn't. We have to know that. We have to be able to display that and act on those feelings. If you have a problem with social skills, um, you know, if you're more introverted and you're just not quite in tune, I would suggest shadowing someone who you admire in your bridal shop. Shadow, you know, your top producer, shadow the most outgoing person who's laughing all the time and just gets along great with everyone. Shadow them and kind of see what they do. And also like humble yourself and ask them, you know, what is it? Like, how are you able to just kind of get along so well with everyone without being nervous and these things and let them give you advice. For all you know, they could be nervous every time they meet a bride, but they just don't display that on the outside. That's again, another form of being self-aware and them regulating their feelings. We really don't know how they're feeling until we ask them. So I suggest if you struggle with social skills, shadow someone, and talk to somebody about it. All we can do is practice. That is a skill that you can learn. Some people are born with it and some people are naturals at it. And like I said, that's why I said, probably most people in sales are natural 
you know, social butterflies, but there are a lot of introverted sales people who are amazing at what they do. And guess what? They're amazing at what they do because they got a handle of their emotional intelligence and they're aware of everything that's going on. They know how to regulate. They know how to motivate and empathize. So you can learn all of these skills. Don't be discouraged if it doesn't come naturally. This is the point of talking about emotional intelligence because most of us are not great in every single category. Most of us could be, okay, we're great at, you know, self-regulation, self-awareness, empathy, and social skills, but I'm really bad at motivating myself. Like it could be that where you're like, oh, I just, I really, it's hard for me to like motivate myself to get going. Or when I get into a slump, I take it really hard or somebody could have a really hard time empathizing with others. So please know that you don't have to be perfect in every single category. We need to strive to have an overall you know, an adequate understanding of each category and how to bring that to our appointments. We don't have to be perfect. We can always be striving to get there. But once we are aware and once we have a very good understanding of each category of the emotional intelligence, you're going to be able to bring this into your appointment. You're going to be able to use the, these tools on your bride and use these tools to be aware of everything that's going on for the whole appointment as a whole, and you'll know how to use these things in your appointment. You will also be more confident during your appointment. A lot of times what happens is sales, you know, certain salespeople, they'll be comfortable in certain situations. So for instance, a sales consultant might be like, oh, I do great when it's just a bride and her mom. But when she brings like five of her friends, I get so overwhelmed. I don't even know what to do. I just shut down. And that's common. A lot of sales consultants are scared to work with large crowds. If you master these emotional intelligence categories, you will feel fine in that situation because you'll know what to do. You'll know exactly how to assess the room, how to assess yourself, motivate yourself and your bride, all of those things you will know. So keep these five categories in your mind. There's also, if you want to find out kind of what your emotional intelligent strength is, there's a lot of tests that you can take online. And this will be for you just to find out, you know, who, how do I work best? What are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? What do I need to work on? Just Google EQ or emotional intelligence and you'll find tests on there. That will tell you where your strengths and weaknesses are. And that way you can really focus on your weaknesses and build them up to strengths. So like I said, some of these categories might come easier, you know, to you than others, but use them as your own personal checklist on how to connect with your brides and work on those areas that you feel less confident in. After a while, when you're confident in all five, you're gonna be able to read the room like a pro. And once you're able to do that, you are going to be top salesperson, sky high, closing. Your brides are going to be happy. You're going to be so in tune with what's going on. So like I said, don't feel discouraged if you're not proficient in every single category. Just make a point to work on it. We all have to work on things. And, you know, sometimes you might be better in one category and weaker in another. And then, you know, next year you could be weaker in the category that you're 
previously strong in. So we we're always working on ourselves. We're always having self-regulation and self-awareness just to know how we're working with our brides, what's working and what isn't. If you have questions, please feel free to email me. My email address is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at DesireeHeartSock.com. Let me know if you have any questions. I know this is a little bit of a harder topic, but it's one that once you master it, you're going to be so thankful that you spent the time to do it. So good luck with that, and we will chat soon. Thank you.